Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, June 23rd, 2022. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy Noon PC has been conducting conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please let us know. If you're a newcomer, let us know. Um, uh, please put your camera on and let us know that you're a newcomer. Yes, Hi, uh, Rahul Yaru. So I'm in strange situation. Uh, so I have submitted my uh, adjustment of status application in May. My priority date is uh, November 2014. And uh, we sent application on May 25th. And I got a rejection notice on May 9th saying uh, the fees was improperly filed or missing fees. And uh, before sending the application, Atonia sent me all the scanned uh, copy of it. I've seen the fees was correct. Everything looks good, but the fees was 1225, two checks for me and my spouse. But when I did a lot of research, I've been hearing a lot of uh, friends and a couple of attorneys. We should have sent two checks for each person, 1140 and 85 USIZ no. fees. And, no, uh, no, no. Okay. We sent one to two five. So, uh, yeah, that was strange situation. So I've seen the rejection notice it says uh, improperly filed for the payment so do you have any thoughts on this i don't think so your liar is it wrong believe me we do not send two checks we do not and we have not any rejection yet not even heard about it so i don't think so your liar is at fault sure so we we have done correct to 1225 two checks should be done and we have sent the correct thing And one more question, sorry. In June... Can you look into the check date? Not on the checks. Is it handwritten or is it typed? It's typed, actually. Hmm. And uh, one more question. Send it it again. Send it again. Yeah, maybe mailbox mistake. One more quick question. In June, I'm not current. Shall I wait? In July, I'm current again. So shall I send it in right away or shall I wait till June 30 to get it reached Mm -hmm. on July 1st? Uh, in because June, you're in, not current, is right? Yes. In May, I was filing chart current. So uh, I, no, I, 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 I will wait. I will wait for July. Thank you very much. Next next person, please. Deeravi? Yeah, sometimes the mistakes happen. Uh, they, they do the mistakes, guys. It's definitely... I am fully behind your lawyer. I don't think so. He's at wrong. Next person, Hello, Rahul Retigaru. Thank you for taking our calls. Um, the question I have today is, uh, I have two I-140s. So filed uh, EB, 
filed I-485 on e, uh, in EB3 category in 2020 and uh, received uh, EAD and AP approvals. And again, in uh, December 2021, uh, filed another I-485 on EB, EB2 and also I-480 um, and EAD and advanced payroll as well. Both have mm -hmm. been sent to National Benefit Center. However, um, the EB765 uh, and I-131, which are filed on EB2, um, the case has been closed and uh, USCIS updated the online status uh, stating that the beneficiary... I'm pretty, pretty beneficiary has already received the benefits. Yeah, so it's updated, but uh, there is no update on uh, um, EB2, EB2, though my date is current from last six months, there is no update on EB2 I-485. So... Uh, what is your question, question for me now? Yeah, question here is, uh, can I use, um, since uh, uh, the kind of errors that USCIS have, I'm kind of uh, doubtful if I can use my uh, 765 and I-131, which I received through I- I, I, will, I will use it if I were you. I don't think so. It's going to cause any problem for EB2, ma'am. Okay. So, I mean, if it, my only concern was if the system is not updated properly, then uh, will it be any problem? What system? USCIS, if they did not, because the receipt number and the associated... Wait, wait, wait. First, first of all, we, we, you asked the question whether you should use the EAD in advance parole. And I told you that if I were you, I would. Where does the USCIS system come in right now? Yeah, the, the question, because the benefit was received through I-485 EB3 category, so I was I was kind of doubtful if I can use it. So, I would yeah. use I mean, it. I, thought, I would okay. use it if I were you. Next person, please. Mahi? Uh, if you're a newcomer, let our team know you're a newcomer, guys. And put it here uh, that you're uh, a newcomer. Go ahead. Hi, uh, thanks for taking my call. I'm a newcomer. Um, uh, my case is my case is a little different. Uh, me and my wife, we both got approved on June first, and the message says case was approved. When you say for, for, approved, what is it? EAD, advance parole, H four, H four, four eighty five. Okay. And um, it's been like twenty two days. We have not received the green cards. But uh, did you got last... did you got the seven nine sevens approvals? Yes, me and my attorney also got the official seven nine sevens. But last open last Friday, last Friday we got the RFE for my wife. Yeah, what is RFE about? Uh, marriage certificate and birth certificate. So my yeah. attorney says we should not, not respond because it's already approved. So should I go ahead and respond or should we wait for no, the cards? I would, res I would respond because I would respond because your green card is not come to you and they have issued an RFE. What, what, what date is the RFE date? Is it before or after the green card approval? After the green card, June 7th. I'm going to respond. I'm going to respond. I'm going okay. to respond. Okay? okay. Next person, please. That's very Thank odd. You. 
It's very odd, but you have to respond. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hello, Rahul sir. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead, Ravi. Okay. Thank you. Thank God. So, uh, sir, um, I have a visa Dropbox appointment in Hyderabad coming August, mm -hmm. and uh, I work at client location with two layers in between. I'm just telling just a your information as such. Uh, I have I work at client location with two layers, and I'm hearing uh, uh, Dropboxes are taking longer time. uh i don't know how longer the, uh, it is taking and if any further 221g happens it is going to further delay um mm -hmm. considering the case is it recommended to travel to hyderabad now uh, i mean any visa drop box appointment now and uh, that's the that's the one thing the follow up is um i also have a uh, i got a full time offer actually and uh, h1b is in progress so Uh, is it recommend? I mean, um, by the before August, most likely the H1B will approve. And uh, is it okay to use a new company as intended to join before joining to uh, uh, that company and use that as a full time opportunity for the visa opportunity? Does it create more further questions? So, so your main question is: Should you go with the two layer company or should you go with a direct company? Okay, that's so the main my first question. Yeah, the main question is that one, and second thing is like, is it recommended to go any cost actually, even for both of? I days? never, I, I don't like. It's like, I, I don't like you to go. Definitely not. I don't. It's just like you know, you going to the consulate though. It's like you going to a cardiologist and asking the cardiologist, "Can I eat chicken fried?" He will say no. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He will always say no. He's eating. That's a different issue. But it's his duty to tell him no. <laughs> okay, got so you. So I, yeah. <clears throat> so I would, under your circumstances, though, if you plan to go, though, it may mm -hmm. be better that you wait for a couple of months. You join this company, have a track record of a couple of pay stubs before you go, before you go and uh, before you go for stamping. That's what I would recommend. Okay, but let's say if I use the consulting company, let's say if I don't join at all mm -hmm. and I don't take any offer, so what about if I use the consulting mm -hmm. company and provided that I get all the client letters and the vendor letters and everything? I mean, right now you have about ninety-five percent chance of getting success. Gotcha. Next person, please, man. That's how the stats I'm telling, based on the people, though. Pretty. Unless you have, yeah. Next person, please. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. This is Prithvi. Uh, so my, I work for I one part is with my old employer. Right now I'm working for a full time. So right now my priority date is December thirty first, twenty fourteen, which might be current in August. So my question is, can I file concurrent H one from my old employer and work parallelly the full time and the with my old employer? Will you can. You 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 can. You can. But is it required? That you need to work for the company for them to file a four eight five. The answer is no. It's not re required. But if the company wants you to work, then you have to. That's yeah, their option. The company wants me to be on their payroll. Why not get get two paychecks? Why not get two jobs yeah. right now? Why not work harder? Your younger guys, you should work sixteen hours a day, maybe even longer. Yeah. Yeah, but is there any restrictions on how many hours I need to put on the concurrent H one B or? Uh, no, like, I would normally, my... I I would normally recommend that you can put a range of hours on the H one B. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you put the right. range of hours, it will be much better. So when you put the range of hours, like five hours to 40 hours, then you can work for full time if you want to, or you can work for part time. That's up to you. Okay. If you will have more flexibility, if you put the range, okay? Instead, okay, if you put 40 put hours, the then you have to work for 40 hours. Okay, okay, yeah. And uh, one more thing. So is, will there be any issues in the future, like in the port of entry, uh, like while entering, which one I need to show, like which H1B I need to show? Uh, I want you to it. watch the video working for multiple companies. I want you to watch the video though. Uh, I will okay. try to put that video. I don't think so, Gayatri has it. I'll put that video. I want you to watch that video, okay? Yeah, port of entry, yeah. definitely. Every time you go and come back, you will have to still file one more H1B all the time. You can only show one H1B every time. Yeah, okay. Right. Next person. So that's what we call it. Thank you. Mahal Kumar. Uh, hi, Rahul. I have a question. Uh, uh, I got my green card actually last uh, October uh, 2021. But uh, now I want to move out of this country for good, actually go back to India. Do I have to surrender my green card? And if I have to, then uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, give me one second. Let me give him the. Give me one second. Okay. Let me give sure. him the link there. Okay. Repeat again, please. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Repeat again, please. Yeah. So Rahul, I, I received my green card actually last October, 2021. Now mm -hmm. I have better opportunity and I want to move for good to India actually. So do I have to surrender my green card? If yes, how to do that? Um, I would suggest you file a re-entry permit, at least keep it on for a while. Because you never know your mind might change. Okay. Right? Don't give it up though. Only so give it up if, if mm -hmm. only give it up if you if you want to give it up though, there is an mm -hmm. application you need to fill out in the consulate and mm -hmm. you have to give the green cards to them with the application. Okay, for re-entry permit, like what should I need to file? It's called I-131, re-entry permit. That will allow I you to one, stay for two years, two years in India. I-131. One. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Yeah, that was my question. Thank you. Sri? Uh, hi. Uh, I have a kind of unrelated question to all of this. Uh, I'm a new, I'm new here, by the way. Uh, my name is Srikant. Uh, so my question is about I-94 and uh, yeah, around I-94. So I got my H1B uh, extension approved in uh, April. Uh, it is supposed to start in June. So the validity start is uh, from June 26th, which is three days from now. Uh, and uh, last month I went to Canada and returned and I was given a new I-94. And that I-94 was given with three years validity. So all was good. Oh, in that okay. Sense. Yeah, okay. so, the, uh, so, so it's the same company. It's the same company you're working with, right? Yeah, same company. Okay. So, so the I extension that you got it from June, the extension you got it from June 26th is with the same company. Yes. Same company. No, no so when you went company. to, when you went to Canada and you came back, instead of giving it until June 26, 2025, uh, they give it a little bit shorter. They give me three, three years. So that was still May, uh, exactly three years from the mm -hmm. return date. Mm -hmm. So that's what they gave me. Okay. And that was the confusion. Okay. And there is, I was having issues with renewing my driver's license. So I went to deferred inspection in Boston airport. That's where there's a bit of confusion. So uh, the agent I spoke to, 
she said that the i94 was issued in mistake and the real uh, end date should have been 26th of this month because 27th the i94 that comes uh, along with the 7 oh, come on come yeah. on so, so what, what did is, they do with the C- why did why did you went to cbp office so i didn't understand why you went there for uh, actually my main issue was that the uh, in massachusetts rmv said they cannot find my record that is one reason and there was a little bit of day, day discrepancy so i went there for that reason and uh, so what she said was that uh, on 26th uh, 27th when the i797 supposed to kick in uh, the new uh, the one that the paper one will uh, that's attached so will... what did the cbp office did to you right now so they changed the current i94 to end on 26th 26th of which year this 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 month oh come on these are nasty people though they are not supposed to do that you need to complain against that officer to the cpp uh, there's a you can complain against the officer though that's very nasty that's very bad you have to leave the country right now uh, because your 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 visa is, your i94 is expiring in june 26 2022 the latest yeah. i94 counts i want you to go to canada and come back okay i can do that i want you to l- just cross and come yeah. back yeah you can do that okay 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 that's better and show the 797 that you got in at 2025 but my visa expires in 3 days that shouldn't be an issue reentering no that should not be, a problem. be an issue you're okay. fine yeah okay that's one way to correct the other way to correct is file an extension yeah but i need to do it right away before the i94 expires i i got it do it right away next person okay. please that is bad that is bad you need to complain against that officer though there is a okay. wait you go to cbp website complain against that office that's a so, very uh, wrong thing that the officer did so now when i'm uh, going to canada and returning like what should i be telling them like just reentering or can i just go to the us side of it and get it you know like how practically how will it pan canada go to canada stay there for one night and come back okay don't just go drive and come back stay there okay. for one night if possible fly okay 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 next person please okay ragu you should don't guys don't go to cpp office just like that guys mm. these guys are very nasty guys don't just go there okay consult so, a lawyer before you go in sorry unmute him please yeah sorry one follow up so should i try my like again going to a to the same office and talking to talking to someone else or cbp office uh, the referral inspection no, no? No. Okay. No. They may detain you. <laughs> Next person, please. Okay. Next person, please. Hello. <clears throat> hi, Rahul. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for the help to the community and taking the time. So, my question is related to the uh, refile and interfile. So, looking at the trends from your office in the last two three months, would you recommend a refile or an interfile for a 2012 May priority date? Uh, I am. previously i was leaning more towards refiling right now mm-hmm. i'm leaning a little bit more towards uh, interfiling yeah okay one more thing related to this is uh, my original uh, priority date was eb2 with uh, 2012 but in 2020 october because of a merger and all this they amended it to eb3 so right now i'm in the process of uh, applying a new eb2 140 should for i sure wait for it to that. get Yeah, yeah. Uh, should I wait for it to get approved before I do the interfile, or just uh, get it done with the receipt? Uh, 
Should I no, wait, wait for the IGP two? Wait, 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 wait until approval comes in. Okay, and then do the refile with the okay. okay. Interfile. Thank I mean, you. you can do refile. It's up to you. No, no, I'm interfile. Sorry, I got confused with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not against okay. interfile uh, refiling. Next person, please. Himash. Himaksh. Next person, please. You said Himaksh. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi. I'm in uh, first time here. Uh, thanks, Raul. I really appreciate you know sure, the right. thing you are doing for community. So my question sure. is related to this uh, 140. So um, I have 140 approved with my older employer, and my new mm -hmm. employer has started my PWD process uh, in uh, Fav, and my uh, this uh, final action date became current this month, like June. and uh, now do my company has only one year to file my one uh, 485 or no, like if for no. some reason it got delayed so they can file what, after two years that's fine they can file after 10 years it's fine but they didn't start my palm yet so still waiting for pwd uh, this results they can file after 10 years so okay. i hope so they get a labor certifications within 10 years <laughs> so yeah so means um, i heard that you know some rumors like you have only one year your company has one that year that is only that is only if you uh that is only if it's a concert processing with the same company that's completely not applicable to you now let me ask you one other thing though um can can you go to the old company and file for it why will they be helping you yeah i tried rahul this guy is asking money too much money which i cannot give him okay like, that's you know? fine thank you uh, i just was checking on that okay yeah so that's that was my first defense you know once my priority date became current so that was the good option i thought because if i been with that one right i may get a green card within 3 4 months right so okay Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Rahul. This is really it. Relieved me a lot because okay. I was wondering since some a couple of days, and someone you know gave me your reference, and really I appreciate. Okay, Rahul. thank you. Yeah, next person, please. Mohan ji. Hi, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for your time. Uh, this is regarding H uh, four EAD. I got my approval mm -hmm. on uh, May fourth, uh, but the problem here is I'm not got the physical card itself. uh so in the interim uh, like after a week they asked for the photo i submitted it and it's almost 50 days and i'm not got the card itself until i get the card i can't start the employment uh so i don't know what to do next uh, but i'm calling them constantly but uh, no response at all from them oh damn if you lost the green card though uh, the ead though you will have to send the 765 again and request them and send the pictures tell them no it's not a loss it. it's not a lost it's a first time eid which i applied and uh, they but you did not it. get it it's 50 no you did not get it it's 50 days no. that's lost not even sent yeah it's not even sent it's the status is still in approved status uh, so. that means that they sent it to you we lost it So you need to file a duplicate thing, and then you need to file a seven six five application. Unfortunately, that's the only thing. And it may take almost five six months for you to get it. I can five six months, is it? Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I've already waited, waited for eight months, and uh, now it's like approved, and nothing happened. I know. I know. 
next person please sorry about that kashi Kashik, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Hey, 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 Rahul. Thank you so much. Uh, so the, I'm first time here. Thanks again. So my question is: I came to India uh, in January. Uh, I attended a visa H1B uh, consular interview on Jan 7, and uh, I got the 221G. In the past, I got 221G couple of times, but it was cleared in two to three weeks. This time also, I got the 221G, and but I I got the email following you know two days after two days of my interview, consular interview, that uh, you know bunch of questions like last 15 years of employment history and all those stuff. I immediately responded in the email itself, like I did last two times. Now I haven't heard anything from them. Uh, the and when I track it, track my case, it was showing this last last updated Jan 7th. 2022 so it's almost 6 months uh, nothing from there in the meanwhile my current h1b expires in october 30 in the meanwhile i'm a full time employee so my employer filed extension so it got mm-hmm. approved but it starts from november mm-hmm. so okay. it, i have the new h1b there it starts from november my current h1b is uh, here i got it what what is your question for me So now, what should I do? Should I wait? What should I do? I am like I'm clueless. What should I do? Yeah, the Increase only thing you advice. can do is you can sue. You can sue the State Department. You can contact Stephen Brown in our office. Stephen Stephen Brown, you say? Brown, yeah, Stephen Brown. Okay. Um, okay. The way I can get. Uh, yeah, I, I'm okay. going to give you the link for you. Uh, can you give him a consultation link? Uh, uh, sure, Stephen Ram. Brown. Sure. Yeah, his so name what, is Stephen Brown. Okay. Okay. So what? Like, what? What is the recommendation? Like, should I wait here till I get the two twenty one G? You can wait, uh, or you can sue the USCIS. Okay. Take okay. them to court. Okay. Um, Stephen Brown. His name is Stephen Brown. Okay. 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 Okay then. Thank you, Professor. uh this will be the last caller guys but if you have any questions post them in the chat i will be able to answer uh, uh i will be able to answer for uh, next 5 to 6 minutes post questions to everybody yeah next caller uh, go ahead uh, gayatri chandra prasad raju Hi, uh, thank you for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Uh, uh, first question is related to the passport expiry date and the visa stamp expiry date. Uh, me, mine, and my wife's uh, visa stamps going to expire uh, in September, and we came back from India a couple of months back, and they gave extension till my extended H one, which is three years from now. So after mm-hmm. we renew our passports, do we need to do anything? No, sir. always carry the old passport and new passports stick them together i normally when i find somebody i'll take their passports i staple them in the back okay so since 994 is uh, till 3 years from now so we are good with our status 
And another good. question is related. I ninety four is is crucial. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Another question is related to four eighty five. So my priority date is uh, December fourteen, twenty fourteen. And uh, it's not like financial aid is not current, right? Like for next month. So can we do four eighty five J next month uh, with the with the uh, dates of filing table, or do, should I we need? You already filed the four eighty five. You already filed the in twenty twenty. You in twenty twenty. Yeah, you can you can you you can do it absolutely. You can do it, and I strongly recommend it to do it only if you are thinking that EB two is better than EB three. Yeah. Which I am thinking, but I don't know what you're thinking. Yeah. Sure. Sounds good. Thank you very much. That's all. Okay. um uh, i'll go to the questions that i'm getting here guys online and try to see what i can answer one second uh my son is an h4 is eligible for part of tuition fees as scholarship for the university Uh, university of california what uh, we accept it, it will be part of public charge scholarships are not part of public charge you are good you mentioned during sun uh, sunday talk that if somebody asked for expedited request unless they are putting application the back uh, yes we do see that though especially if there are a lot of requests though they definitely will put though it's called kaboos in the uscis language they call it as kaboos i don't ask me to predict the priority date guys um can h4 holder can work can we file h4 along with the h1b cap exempt from india h1 cap exempt from india first of all you cannot file h4 from india though uh, you need to have an i140 approval for the person to be eligible for ead uh, no you cannot file h4 and ead while you are while the person is in india no you cannot uh withdrawal letter can i file uh, can i file another eb3 140 using previous employer verification the question are if i received eb3 withdrawal letter can i file another eb3 140 using previous employer verification template using immigration girl format i have eb2 it's a the it's a bit complex question though i couldn't get the question properly uh chandra prasad my i485 has been applied in may myself biometric is on july my wife went to india in emergency but you did not mention anything what your question is did your wife not file the 485 application along with you if she did not you should not go for biometrics though because if she is an h4 she can't come back on h4 if you get the green card so wait uh, postpone the biometrics yeah postpone the biometrics you don't want to get the green card if she is an h4 uh hari chakra do we need the pending eb3 downgrade i140 be approved um yes that's what we're noticing even if you refile even if you interfile we want the pending i140 to be approved we have not noticed any people whose i140 is pending got green card approved but if anybody has knowledge you can educate me on that we don't see that so we want that to be approved uh there is no purpose for you to interfile if the i140 is not approved you better have the i140 approved 
B2 visa did not get entry stamping and passport in airport. I I-94 is fine. Uh, if the I-94 is fine, if the passport is not stamped with it though, Sri, you are good. I don't see any problem with it. EB3 approved, uh, uh, EB3 approved Y140 stuck in a C refiled in EB2. I withdrew him to ensure NBC doesn't wait for EB3 to be transferred to deny his law. We do not request people, we do not recommend people to withdraw under these circumstances, Ishan. We do not. Uh, or if I withdrew EB3, then can I file another EB3 I-140 to get my EB2 485 adjudicated? Uh, if you have already withdrawn it, I would not refile it again though. I would not refile it. It was a bad idea to withdraw, but you don't, you don't refile it. They're going to get confused, more confused now. Uh, do we need pending EB3 downgrade approved for NBC? We want pending I-140 to be approved. They are not adjudicating 485s until the I-140, all I-140s are approved. You don't need approved 485J to transfer from Texas to NBC. You don't need it. I mean, 485J doesn't have to be approved though. No, she cannot continue working while the perm is still pending though. Uh, she cannot. Uh, she has to quit working in December though. If she has an option of, uh, of moving to H4, she should. Sri, I told you, we do not need 485J approval to transfer from Texas to NBC. Uh, my birth certificate from me is strangely, the country India is not mentioned anywhere. That's okay, not a problem. Kaushik, just because the country is not mentioned, you're good. They're not issuing birth certificate for USCIS, guys. You're good, not a problem. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be on uh, uh, next conference call will be on um, on uh, 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 Friday, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.